her whole family had been killed by soldiers. And she now lived across the street from the soldiers who had killed her whole family. And I said to her, do you carry anger or bitterness in your heart? She was 15 and she smiled and her smile was so beautiful. And she said, carrying anger and bitterness in your heart is like holding on to the blade of a knife that has no handle. You will only cut yourself. From Baltimore, Maryland, this is the Awake Yoga Meditation Podcast. Each week, we will share a part of a teaching from Swami Nityananda recorded live at an Awake Yoga Meditation event. Today, Swami Nityananda on how to handle feelings of anger, fear, and hatred in divisive times. To attend a live meditation or to join our free e-yogi community, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. than ever now are advised to be extremely mindful and extremely aware about with what am I nourishing my attention. My attention is one of the most precious gifts that I have. In my true eternal nature, my attention is the energy of pure light. It is absolute calm. It is clarity. It is generosity, it is gracefulness, it is inspiration, it is gladness, it is beauty, it is gorgeous. And this is the same for every single being on the planet. We are invited to create from our true nature with our true nature. It's when we create from our true nature that generosity and joy and bridges to a hope-filled future emerge and they emerge naturally as is true for us in our daily lives. And so this, the answer to how each of us does this in our daily lives is going to be different because we do this in our families. We do this in our workplaces. We do this where we live. We do this in relation to our own body. And so I'm just asking all of you, do you treat your own body with love and with tenderness and with caring and with respect. We have to start there. Do you treat your own mind with love and caring and tenderness and respect? We have to start there. And I'll be really honest with you, if we're spending time on any form of news that is not helping us treat ourselves and others with love and caring and tenderness and awareness and respect, change the channel. So all the channels out there are available to us. And I'm not just talking about online or on media. I'm talking in consciousness and awareness. This has always been the case. As long as there have been humans, all the channels of consciousness have always been available to us. Go straight to one, <laughs> go straight to channel one, go straight to the one and ask the one, how do you see this? 
and wait to speak, wait to act. Allow your thoughts to be shaped by the inspiration that comes from going straight to the one. So the yogic teachings and the Buddhist teachings also are very emphatic about this. The teachings from Jesus are also very emphatic about this. They say, depart from love, never. Not even for a breath, not for a moment, not for a heartbeat. And they also say, I'm quoting yogic teachings here and Buddhist teachings here, giving way to lust, giving way to anger, giving way to greed is a doorway, a gateway to the lower self. So that doorway exists within every single one of us. And the only question is, am I taking the low road or am I taking the high road? And so for every one of us, we're inviting ourselves to be incredibly honest. So to be spiritually honest with ourselves and then also to ask, for a process of self-purification and a process of self-transformation. So I wanna be really clear here, our eternal selves don't need any transformation at all, ever. They are ever perfect, they don't need a thing. Our human selves, every human self on the planet has a particular set of experiences and circumstances to navigate. And that's where we're asking to transform ourselves so that we remain in contact with the one always. And so I'll start to share a couple of specific teachings. The Buddha said, hatred does not cease by hatred. Hatred ceases by love. And then he also went on to say, as if he knew we would be asking this question because humans always ask this question. He said, this is an unalterable law. So it really does begin within that we are invited to treat ourselves with love and with a willingness to pra practice a process of self-purification. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr and his colleagues, they went through a process of self-purification, a process to be able to meet anything that they encountered with love and with peacefulness. So they lived this teaching and Dr. King's words echo the Buddha and they echo the teachings of Jesus as well. So I will first share what Jesus said and you know this truth, and it is one that we ask our human selves to expand so that we can live this truth in our daily lives. Jesus says, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. And we know from what happened that he lived that teaching. He did not just say those words. He walked that walk. And so we're inviting ourselves to transform into that so that in our daily lives, that is what we can live. And that's what Dr. King says, too. He says, returning hate for hate multiplies hate. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And so all of these amazing teachers who lived their teachings are inviting us 
to be willing to live these teachings. But we all have experience in different contexts, in different ways. We have experience with what it feels like to indulge the energy of anger. And we know how momentarily it can seem really satisfying. And then we know, I'll call it the afterburn. We know the after effects of hatred. And we know how it ends up feeling as if we have made things more problematic for ourselves and more painful and more filled with hurt and sorrow and anguish and fear than before. And I will close by sharing, this is a story from a contemporary young person. She was only 15 when I had this conversation with her and I might cry. They are tears of love. Her whole family had been killed by soldiers and she now lived across the street from the soldiers who had killed her whole family. And I said to her, do you carry anger or bitterness in your heart? She was 15 and she smiled and her smile was so beautiful. And she said, carrying anger and bitterness in your heart is like holding on to the blade of a knife that has no handle. You will only cut yourself. She had transformed the energy of anger and bitterness and hatred and fear and sadness into amazing compassion and healing. And this is what each of us is invited to do. This is not, I want to be extremely emphatic about this. This is not to condone any action, any word, any thought that so much as harms another. Everything that we create, we will directly feel the effects of what we create. That is the law of energy we will experience in the realm of time and space, fear, sadness, anger. And the only question is, do we respond skillfully to those energies? Do we invite those energies to help us build bridges to hope-filled futures? Another way to say this is if we stay always in the energy of love, justice follows naturally, as naturally as the outbreath flows from the in-breath. Love and justice are inseparable. Choose love always and in our daily lives strive to live the truth. Strive to choose words. Strive to choose thoughts. Strive to choose deeds that include the divinity, the radiance, the brightness, 
the potential goodness within everyone. And that includes within ourselves as well. And when we come from this energy and this awareness, when we live in harmony with these laws of energy, an incredible new future becomes available for us and for others as well. So every time we choose harmony, every time we choose to take the high road, we make it possible for others to choose the same. So each of us lives this in our daily lives. We are invited to live in balance, in harmony with these eternal laws, and to honorably, lovingly, joyfully contribute according to our consciousness, according to our awareness, according to our gifts, according to where we are right now in time and space, beginning with ourselves. Another truth is that transformation cannot be chosen for another. It can be supported. It can be made available. So one of the best gifts that we can give is living the example of humility and inclusiveness and awareness, living the example of love, coming from that energy always and demonstrating with every fiber of our being in ways that are large, in ways that are small, that this is possible. These eternal laws are beautiful. And when we focus on what we want to create, when we focus on compassion, which blends love and which blends wisdom, we will always find ways forward. Absolutely nothing will stop the forward momentum. And then the forward momentum includes not only urgency, but also joy. And so it becomes irresistible and it magnetizes to us others who also love and honor and respect the kindness and the highest and the best in absolutely everyone. This has been a production of Awake Yoga Meditation in Baltimore, Maryland. If this teaching has resonated with you, please consider making a financial contribution of any amount. Awake Yoga Meditation is a vibrant spiritual community oriented around yoga philosophy and awakening to our true divine nature. Our mission is to empower you in meditation, yoga philosophy, joyful service, and freedom in your life and world. We offer weekly meditations for adults and children, spiritual discussion, and meditation instruction. All are welcome. This podcast is produced by Racha, Nick Gold, and Dhruv. For more podcasts, articles, and upcoming events, or to schedule a private, personal, spiritual conference with Swami Nityananda, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. May absolute peace pervade the whole universe.